Hello everyone, uh, welcome back to Game Bros. It's so exciting, here we are at episode 2. And uh, I'm gonna have to start by apologizing to you. What turns out that in our last episode, Smash It, we promised we would be talking about Red Dead Redemption 2. And uh, we did receive some feedback, and of course we are learning how to conduct this whole podcast experience. It's something new to us. And the feedback was that maybe we could be talking about more relevant games in a sense of newer games or something that is really on the spot right now. And this is the reason why we decided to change, but no worries, we'll eventually talk about this game. It's a massive game and it deserves attention and believe me, one day you're going to be listening about it. Yay! But for now, welcome, bro! Hey! Welcome to Game Bros, guys! Oh, it's Yay. so exciting to be back. It so, is. today... It's gonna be slightly different. It's not just a video game, right? I mean, it, it, I think it's more than that. We are going to talk about The Witcher. Oh my god, I love this game. Actually, I love the whole thing, the whole phenomenon. And right? let's start from the very beginning, bro, because I mean, it's not just a game. Now it's been like a TV show too, and we'll talk about it. But let's start from the very beginning. Let's talk about the books, because I think that you read them, right? Right, so that that is true. So the books are actually amazing uh and of course i have not read all of them there are actually seven or eight so okay. it's a really big wow. collection but they're best sellers wow and uh they're fairly old actually they were so i think the first book came out decades ago wow and yeah it's it's something that people don't realize and uh i think that maybe the most famous uh video game is the witcher 3 wild hunt which is going to be the main focus of our yes. Uh, episode today, but there are actually other games as well, right? I think okay. they, they came out for PlayStation 2 and 3, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. uh, but coming back to the books, that's how they basically created the whole idea of The Witcher and they created the whole scenario and all these romances and uh, it's a really rich book. It's a very fun read, so I would highly recommend for those who who like to, to read books mm -hmm. and uh, learn a little bit more about the games that they like so much because it's definitely where they took all the ideas for the games. So I should read, read them, right? Oh, yeah, okay. absolutely. Okay. And I, I can lend them to you, no worries. So it has to be on my <laughs> list then. And, yeah. and bro, I mean, because like recently we, like we heard about that phenomenon on Netflix. I mean, they released a TV show right. about The Witcher. <laughs> and I think it's like this TV show is more related to like the first book, right? Something like that. Right. One of the first. Exactly. Uh -huh. So, so the, the the first season of the TV show is basically, um, I think, introducing all the main characters, okay. and that's not only Geralt of Rivia. Of mm -hmm. course, he is the main character, oh my God. and I think they did a great job. Mm -hmm. I mean, the TV show is really awesome, and I think it the the casting was excellent, and they're really introducing everyone. Yennefer, Trees, these are all mm -hmm. characters that are gonna with the book for yeah. many um, other episodes and I bet many other seasons as well wow. so so yeah, really looking forward to it but me too today bro yeah we'll have to jump right into the game correct because I think that like the Witcher 3 Wild Hunt is one of the best game ever oh, what yeah. do you think I couldn't agree more bro okay I mean okay one of my favorite games ever mm -hmm. so I mean we should start with the rankings because right. like that's what that's the way we do, right? And uh, what do you think about that game? Like, how many shots of coffee would you like just drink to stay awake at night 
just to be able to play that game. Oh my god, okay, so I know that our scale goes from 0 to 5. Yes. Because more than that, as you said, is not healthy for you. <laughs> you can be unhealthy for that game, bro. <laughs> that's exactly what I was going to say. If you okay. want to go unhealthy for a game, I think that's the one uh, wow. that deserves it. I would, without any doubts, give a five shots okay. of espresso for this game. Okay. It's absolutely fantastic. And we're going to explore the many mm -hmm. different things okay. and uh, criteria that define this game as one of the top games I've ever played. Okay. But what about you? I know that you played two yeah. for a little bit less, but you definitely played. Exactly. So I think I'm still at the very beginning of the game. So mm -hmm. like I finished like one of the main like first quests and like what I realized and I did some side quests as well so I bought that game on Switch and I think it's uh, it's an interesting point here that we probably will talk about later in the episode what I what I think is that I'm gonna give it a four shots mm -hmm. of coffee just for that reason I don't think that the Switch I mean I still love my game I still love playing on the Switch mm. but I think that the graphics kind of suck i think i can say it okay uh, i was kind of disappointed i saw you playing on your ps4 pro mm. and i was amazed by the graphics because like i mean it's an old game right right and fairly old game for ps4 yeah compared to the switch because they try to remaster probably i was kind of disappointed by the graphics i mean it's still the same game i have like all it's the complete edition so i have all the expansion pass and everything but I would give it a four shots because it's still the same adventure and I think I'm gonna really enjoy it like throughout the adventure and mm -hmm. everything but I'm gonna give it a four shots because the graphics just suck okay in my opinion I see so yeah I think that what Guillaume is bringing here it's a really important point because the game per se Wild Hunt it's not a new game mm -hmm. everyone already heard of it it's a it's a huge bestseller. Mm -hmm. So, of course, everybody knew it before. But the reason why we decided to talk about it is because the Nintendo Switch decided to sort of relaunch the game, right? That's true. Which was a surprise to us. I really thought that if I had to think of a game that it was probably not compatible with the Switch experience, mm -hmm. it was Witcher 3. Just because it's this huge game mm -hmm. full of details and... But they actually world. did it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. they did. I mean, yeah. it's the same game, mm -hmm. but I was expecting more, and that's probably because I'm like not stupid, but like I was expecting more. Uh. And if I had to go back, I would probably buy it on PS4. Okay, it's yeah. good that we will definitely talk yes. about that because yeah. I think our I think. our listeners can probably relate, mm -hmm. and maybe they're still thinking about whether they should buy this or that. So, mm -hmm. so it's definitely uh, a good idea to come back to this topic, but. Mm -hmm. I think that the main focus of our podcast was always about time investment, yes, right? We are all sure. busy. We all oh. have multiple things to do and very little time. And a lot of games to play. Oh, so many games yeah, to play. That's the problem. The list is infinite. <laughs> it's always the problem. <laughs> yeah. We don't have time to play. Unfortunately, <laughs> yes. we don't. So if we are thinking about The Witcher in terms of time investment, mm -hmm. and since you, you basically started the game yes. recently and you are probably overwhelmed with how rich this game is, <laughs> what is your opinion about time investment? So first, I think that like if you like this kind of like RPG games, you should probably invest and buy that game. I think mm -hmm. that it, they, this game is amazing first, but... Don't think that you'll be able like only to play 15 minutes and enjoy. That's not this kind of game. So like it's more the game that you'll play for like one hour or two here and there. 
but you'll still have to invest like quite some time every time you play, like for every game session you're doing, right? I don't, like the first time I played The Witcher, I think I played more than two hours, like two hours and a half with the intro and everything, like just to understand the mechanics. And the second time I started playing, meaning like probably like three or four days after, mm -hmm. I realized that like I forgot almost everything because like you have a lot of like mechanics, like how to fight, like I, I remember nothing. I was like okay. starting from scratch yeah. again. And so that's definitely the kind of game. It's not like Game Bro, uh, Super Smash Bros. Mm -hmm. It's it's not the same kind of, of yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, right? I, I agree with you one hundred percent. There, there, those games that you can, it, it, it's almost like a, an instinct, right? Mm -hmm. You you start, for example, Smash Bros. Ultimate or Bomberman or whatever uh, game that there's some of those games that you don't even have to think. You oh, know, yeah, you just sure. start your your video game and you play them mm -hmm. and. I, I agree with Guillaume. I don't think this is the case for The Witcher. I think it's... Uh, if you are thinking about this game, and if you want to commit with this game, I have to say it's a huge time commitment. Oh, yeah. But it pays off, right? I, I think. Yeah, so 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 that would be my opinion as well. I mm -hmm. think what you, what you said about forgetting the... All, all the things that the game provides, especially at the introduction, which can actually be overwhelming, mm -hmm. I mean... There's so many side quests and so many things in the open world, and it is a true open world. So mm -hmm. uh, I, I agree with you 100%. But it's still, in my opinion, mm -hmm. even if you have little time to play like we do, totally worth of your time. So I mentioned the mechanics, but what I realized is that I'm playing with the Joy-Cons. Not really the Joy-Cons, let's be honest. I have a Pro Controller mm -hmm. on my Switch. But sometimes I'm playing playing on my tiny screen. Yeah, And that's something we'll, we'll talk about later, but... like. Bro, I, I know that you haven't played on the Switch, but how would you compare the Pro Controller with the DualShock? Because like the, the, the controller from the PS4, and I think we both agree on that, mm. it's probably the best controller ever. Right. Like the way you, like every, I mean, it's, it's an awesome controller, right? Exactly. What, what do you think? Well, I think it's one of the main reasons that made me buy the Pro Controller from Nintendo Switch. Mm -hmm. It's not a cheap controller, right? Oh, it's, no, it's, no. it's some it's sort of investment. And... The reason why I bought it is because I really, in terms of muscle memory, mm -hmm. I really do relate it to that controller because it does bring me back to my PS4 controller. Okay. You know, so um, uh, as you said, I, I never played this game on Switch, but if I was to play, I'm pretty sure I would use the Pro Controller. Okay. Just because controlling Geralt is not trivial, right? <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> exactly. Mm -hmm. And so um, you, you're going to need to use the shoulder bot buttons all the time, yes. right? For casting spells and for other things. And so uh, what I think is that the Joy-Cons are not really compatible to this to this game in okay. my personal opinion okay. of course if you're playing in a portable mode yes i don't think you have a really an option maybe mm -hmm. if you use it like on a on a, yeah, and on a desk or something no but yes i would definitely go for for uh, a bigger controller and and i guess it it really does bring back this question whether we should be thinking about the PS4 mm -hmm. as the platform or the Nintendo Switch yes. as a platform, right? Oh, I, I, I fully agree. Yeah, and uh, what happens is that the game came out and then when the PlayStation 4 Pro was uh, available, I think that they did an amazing job really 
probably doing so I, I think that they did some sort of remasterization because the, the graphics were already great yes but on the playstation 4 pro it's just wonderful oh yeah it's magic. it's a wonderful game in every single way if you look at the trees in the background mm -hmm. or the water mm -hmm. or uh, even the character faces and expression and so on it's full of details and it's it's amazing and and really beautiful but I do see the benefits of having a huge game like that mm -hmm. on a Nintendo Switch, mm -hmm. especially for us yes. who don't have the time, mm -hmm. all the time to spend in front of a TV. Right? I, I mean, I what I realized, because most of the time I put into that game was on the tiny screen. So playing with the Joy-Cons attached, because for me, it's much easier having a baby and mm. this game is, okay, let's put it that way. It's violent and you can yeah. have like some weird scenes heck yeah okay yeah and so like it's easier for me let's put it that way to play on my tiny screen mm -hmm. directly on the switch so with the joy cons and in that case let me put it that way it's not immersive mm -hmm. what i realized is that this game is way too big to be really fully enjoyable on a tiny screen okay so even though I'm playing and still enjoying the adventure, mm -hmm. I don't think it's that immersive. Every time I had the chance to play on my TV, so with my Pro Controller, mm. the game was so different. So different. I see. And I think, so like that's something you, you have to keep in mind right. if you are still like in between a PS4 or like, is it on Xbox, bro? I think it I is. I think it is. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So we are not Xbox fans. Like now, now you probably got it. But <laughs> so like it's on Xbox too. So PS4, Xbox compared mm -hmm. to the Switch. I mean, if you think that you play mostly on the tiny screen, then go for the Switch. The graphics are not great. Mm -hmm. Definitely worse than the PS4 Pro yeah. and the Xbox One. But I mean, yeah, not that immersive. Yeah, I think th this is a very important point because the way that the game was designed is that you see uh, the entire world from the back of Geralt. So mm -hmm. I think it was really designed for you to be Geralt when you're playing. That's true. You know, and it's really fun to be him. That's and I realized awesome. that when I'm playing on my PS4 Pro and in a, a big TV, I really do feel that this game is extremely immersive. Sometimes you spend hours and you don't even realize. Of mm -hmm. course, until your wife tells you that it's time to shut off the, the, <laughs> the video game. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think this is a very important point. Another question that I had for you, because mm -hmm. I played other games that I know could be demanding for the Nintendo Switch, <laughs> like Zelda, for example, in a portable <laughs> mode. Yes. And I know that the battery life isn't great. Sure. <laughs> what about battery life for the for Witcher? So what? I never like let's put it that way. I never killed my Switch with that game. But the first time I played for two hours and a half, mm. I think that I had like twenty five percent remaining. Okay. So like I was close to the the end of the of my Switch life. <laughs> so yeah. Playing, I mean, we still have the option of buying a battery pack. Right, and like, like those power, power banks and power stuff. Banks. Yeah. And so you would plug your Switch onto those and have probably like a couple of hours extra. Mm -hmm. uh, but definitely, like I was playing in my living room and at the moment I wanted to plug my Switch, I was able to. So like it's not fully like... You're not fully free. Like you cannot go outside and play for five hours. Yeah. No, there's no way. Yeah, that's I what I think thought. So. Yeah, it yeah. does make sense. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so it, of course it's a it's a game that will demand a lot from your from your Nintendo Switch, and it will demand a lot from whatever console because it's so rich. Mm -hmm. 
and it will demand a lot from you because you don't know where to start. <laughs> oh, bro. Am I right? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So the first time I played, because like I think we, we did the introduction back then together right. on your PS4 Pro. Yeah. And I was amazed by that game. But you 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 had fully like you understood the mechanics. You knew you knew how to play back then. And so for you, it was really easy. The first time I was facing my tiny switch and Geralt, <laughs> I was completely lost. I see. Yeah. Uh, I mean, where to go? Okay, they are trying to give you directions. And the tutorial is really well made. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed that part. But, I mean, with the Gwent, and maybe we should mention that right now. Oh, yeah. The, the Gwent is like, okay, first, I don't understand everything about the Gwent mm -hmm. the card game. <laughs> maybe we should, you should tell us more, bro. Yeah, so um, as Guillaume was saying, I, I think it's one of the nice surprises about this yes, game, maybe, sure. at the very beginning, that you have so much to do. And mm -hmm. they basically introduce the scenario, it's Yenfer running from, yes. I think, an army. And then, uh -huh. uh, so, so the game starts with this short video, followed by, if I'm not mistaken, Geralt's dream. Yes, uh, about exactly. him and Yennefer mm -hmm. and, and Siri is a very young mm -hmm. lass back then and they're basically in uh, I think training her to that's become a witcher yeah. and that's when you have mm -hmm. the tutorial that will give you the basics for the, the mechanics yes. and so on but once you basically finish this tutorial that's when you're actually truly uh, thrown <laughs> in the open world and I think they actually did a good job because you start with Vesemir yes. this more experienced witcher mm -hmm. And you, you sort of know where you have to go to. Yeah, oh, sure. At the very beginning, mm -hmm. right? At least they, they give you very clear hints. Yes. But I think if you are in the first bar or tavern, whatever, oh, yeah. you already speak with this guy that's going to teach you the Gwent yes. game, this card game. That's what I'm about. <laughs> and, and they give you a deck. Uh -huh. He tells you a few things about the card, the card game and the rules, and you have to play him. And honestly... I love this part of the game. And I think I would I, I would buy a game that is only about Gwent. Okay. I think it's it's a lot of fun once mm -hmm. you understand the, the, the concepts of the game. But it's overwhelming. Oh, it's right? completely overwhelming. You're trying to understand how Geralt works and, and how to fight with him or oh. interact. And then there's this huge in-game game, yes. right? Yes. So um, it's really fun if you want to invest some time understanding mm -hmm. the rules. So it, it the, the idea is that when you're playing Gwent, it's like uh, two armies basically battling yes. one another, and you have three layers. You have um, short range fighters from like yes. catapults, and uh -huh. it, and so so I think the concept is really interesting, especially oh, because they are in war in this game, mm -hmm. right? There's a big yeah. war, and and armies everywhere, and you're gonna see corpses everywhere. So. Not the most family friend <laughs> game. Buy a Switch. <laughs> and the game on the Switch. Exactly. Yeah. So um, I think it's in, in terms of uh, whoever had the idea of having this card had it was really genius in a sense mm -hmm. that they are playing something that you can relate to what is happening in their world. I agree. Um, and, and I think that the rules are not truly too difficult. No. But I have to say this, that they give you a deck. Yes that is very weak at okay. the beginning. So you can easily use a strategy to beat your first opponents in Gwent. I, I lost, bro. Let oh. me be honest with you. Yeah, I'm sorry. So like it's three rounds, right? And yeah. so I won the first round. I uh -huh. was like, oh my God, I'm so good. And yeah, I, the guy defeated me. Like 
you got the best out of me. Yeah, well, whatever, yeah. it's fine. You really have to think about so that they also have these different like weather cards so you can use yes. them to... That's you know, how I lost. Okay, because and of I the weather that card. I was like, oh, let's try this card. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and you'll probably weaken your own army yes, when you exactly. do it. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So... I guess it's really <laughs> nice that you're trying uh, to understand those because they really become really um, helpful mm -hmm. once you get the the way of using them. Mm -hmm. But what I was going to say is Gwent can be a lot of fun. Yes. But it can also be a little scary. So I think the take-home message here is if you like card games mm -hmm. and if you think you have the time to invest in first learning the rules and mm -hmm. second finding the good cards because mm -hmm. the decks can be uh, depending on who you're battling, it, they, they have amazing cards and you really stand no chance, even though you understand the whole uh, rule set of okay. the game. So I would say, if you have the time and you like it, go ahead and invest. There are many cards to buy. There are many cards to find. Mm -hmm. But if you don't, here's the good news. It doesn't really matter. Okay. You don't actually need to play Gwent well okay. in order to enjoy this game. Okay. So that's the take-home message. If it's for you, uh -huh. go nuts. If it's not... You just enjoy the entire rest of the game. Yeah. Because like that's that's the thing. We are talking about a game inside a game, mm -hmm. but what about the game? The menu is huge. Right. The choices you have to make are so different mm -hmm. and would probably change your entire experience in game. Yeah. Like complete like your your game would be completely different. Like, right? Exactly. That that is true. And um, there are many games out there that claim to be open world, mm -hmm. but we know that it's what people I think are calling semi open because uh -huh. The game really does tell you where you should go. It's not like complete <laughs> yes. freedom. Uh -huh. It's not the case for The Witcher. No. And it's a very liberating feeling mm -hmm. when you realize that it's truly open world. Mm -hmm. And it comes with the overwhelm of having to make this decision, where mm -hmm. to go next, mm -hmm. right? So yes. you're going to start your, I think, level zero or level one, mm -hmm. right? And so Geralt is powerful in a sense, but... I would say 90% of the enemies in the open world at the beginning can kill you. Yes. If you don't understand exactly how to fight or if you don't brew the right potions and so on. So it's very hard to say where to go first. That's and it's true. a very personal decision, in my opinion. Okay. But if I had to give a advice for those who would be starting the game now, and I played for several hours, so I, I think I, I have a pretty good understanding. More than several, bro. I think you put more than 100 hours uh, oops, in that game. Yeah, I'm yeah. not gonna lie. I actually play this game a lot. <laughs> a few hours, no. A few hours would be me, okay? I put a few hours into that game. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, uh, guilty. I, I actually played a lot more than that. But You're an expert. Okay. You but, cannot lie. You're an expert. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's one of my favorite games. I'm not gonna lie. But yeah. uh, I would say... Invest a little bit of your time on the main story. Mm -hmm. Don't try to go nuts at first. Okay. It can be frustrating. Everybody's mm -hmm. going to kill you. You're going to mm -hmm. find really tiny monsters that are very difficult to fight because you don't understand how the dodging oh, actually yeah. works and yeah. so on. Or the different spells that you can cast. Yes. So I would say you stick to the main story mm -hmm. at least until you're like, let's say, level four or five. Mm -hmm. And then from there, you can actually start to go to different, for example, question marks mm -hmm. on a map. That's true. Those are not really side quests. Mm -hmm. These are just things that you can find. Mm -hmm. And they go from, for example, monster nests mm -hmm. that you can destroy and yes. help the community by destroying them. And of course, uh, 
get a bunch of items that will be important for you in the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, from hidden treasures yes, or even yeah. place of powers. I don't know if mm-hmm. you found a place of power yet. Uh, I did. Okay. I did. Yeah. They're really nice because they, really only, nice. they not only make you more powerful for a few minutes, but they also give you one experience point. That's true. Right? So it really depends. You, you never know what they are until you go there and you find it yourself. Sometimes they're going to be very challenging because monsters are protecting the hidden treasure. These monsters can be very powerful. Mm-hmm. But the good thing is that you can always run away. Okay. But I would say first, invest a few hours understanding the game in the main story. Mm-hmm. And then when you feel more comfortable, you can start by maybe... A Witcher contract, visiting a few question marks, and really testing yourself, see how far you can go. How would you spend your XP points, bro? Because that's a that's a big question. I mean, exactly. I'm I'm kind of overwhelmed right now because like I'm spending everything in my attacks, right? Okay. Like just to be stronger right okay. now. But I think like the brewery, like potion brewery, like mm-hmm. stuff like that. I think it's more. It's probably a good investment too. So what do you think? Wow. So, yeah, uh, I mean, one thing that we have to to start with and tell everyone that don't know this yet is different from other games like, for example, Shadow of War or Shadow of Mordor, mm-hmm. where you know that you're going to eventually unlock every single yes. skill point mm-hmm. in a tree. Mm-hmm. This is not true for... For the Witcher. It's a good thing to know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's very important and it's actually a good thing. A lot of people, I think I read, complaining about that because they wanted to eventually unlock everything. But it's virtually impossible, in okay. my opinion. And it's a good thing because it's when you get to decide what you're going to be good at. And and nobody's good at everything, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. We wish. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I guess it, it's the idea of the game, mm-hmm. you know. And and so there are basically, when, when you start to explore what Geralt can do better. Uh, I think there are uh, different tabs. And mm-hmm. one of them is the casting of different magics or spells. There's the combat skills that I think is the one that you're actually investing your uh, XP points on. There is the potion brewing. Mm-hmm. And there is what they call the general. That's okay. the fourth one. Yeah. And in general, you can go from, I think, for example, spending XP points to increase your vitality points so okay. that you last longer in a battle. Mm-hmm. And so it's re- it can really be overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And, and I would say from my personal experience, what I did was to invest in combat skills. So, for example, mm-hmm. fast attacks with yeah. your sword. That's what I'm doing right Strong now. attacks, perfect mm-hmm. pairing and stuff like that. And also the sign casting. Okay. So I would say that these two are maybe the most obvious things, mm-hmm. but it's worth to mention that they're going to help you a lot. Okay. And again, what signs you should invest on, really up to you. Okay. Right? Okay. Really up to you mm-hmm. because, I mean, they are all very powerful. Mm-hmm. I would say the mind control one is the one that is going to have more... Uh, effect in terms of story mode because once you're more powerful in terms of uh, manipulating people's thoughts or mind you can actually convince them to do things for you okay other than that the other ones will only be used for fighting so then it's really up to you use them when you're fighting see which one you like the most Mm -hmm. in my personal opinion it's queen one of the best because it protects you okay and uh, if you invest a lot of xp points it eventually even charges your vitality back that's pretty cool which is pretty cool yes uh but it's really up to you okay yeah okay so like right now what i'm doing is like combat skills and i know that you played several times that game like starting from the very beginning right yeah and i think like you spend probably your xp points in a different manner every time 
I guess, I assume. Yes, yes. And like, how was it different throughout your journey, journey, for instance? Okay, so w one thing that I definitely did different was that first I was investing XP points in the fire sign. Okay. And, and which can be like a lot of fun because mm -hmm. once you get really powerful for this particular cast, uh, this spell, you can actually burn monsters and humans. <laughs> You're and... a dragon. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it, it's very empowering. Okay. But then the... So that was the first time I did a lot of investment on Queen and then okay. this Igni, which is the, the fire one. Mm -hmm. Then the second time, what I'm doing now is that I'm using a lot of this Ard, which is the... It's basically this blow of air that he mm -hmm. uses to make people fall mm -hmm. or... And it's way more powerful than I thought it would be. Okay. At first, I thought, well, it's very useful to break doors, mm -hmm. right? You can use this this sign to break doors. But if you learn how to use this in combat, it's actually a lot of fun. Okay. And you can actually make your enemies fall. And when they're on the ground, they're basically defenseless. You just stab them in, right in the heart, <laughs> dead. So, okay. Yeah. Nice strategy. <laughs> I mean, it's it's awesome, but that game is not about like only about fighting. Right. It's about a journey, and with like within that journey, we'll have some moments of like love. Oh Let's yeah. Let's put it that way. Exactly, yeah. and lots of sex as well. Okay. If you okay. like. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so what about the romances, bro? Okay. I don't think I'm far. Like I'm too far in that game, so I cannot really like explain everything about mm. it. But I saw Yennefer in right. the introduction, yeah. and I'm like trying to find her now. So mm -hmm. I just killed the Griffin. Okay, I'm at the very beginning. Uh, I'm level four, something like that. I did some side quests, but like I still haven't found Yennefer. Okay, and I know that Yennefer is a big character, mm -hmm. especially because of the TV show. Yeah, definitely. but let's not spoil that. It's gonna <laughs> be for later. Yeah, for this episode. So what about the romances, bro? How does okay. it work? Well, uh, if you don't mind, I could even ask you a second question on top of that, just to okay. see what people that are beginning to play this game uh -huh. have. So if I had to ask you, do you think that Gerald necessarily has to stick with her? Oh. Is, is that your feeling when you started the game? Do I have to follow Yennefer because I think Gerald and Yennefer need to stay together in the end? So my problem is that I watch the TV show. Right. So... I saw the TV show and now I'm kind of influenced by the uh -huh. TV show. So for me, it makes sense that Geralt finishes with, like ends up with uh -huh. Yennefer. That's my opinion. But I think that the TV show is kind of <clears throat> tricking me. Mm. So I don't know what to do. And yeah. I know that you have like mainly two options in terms of love, like right. love of your life. So you have Yennefer and Triss. Correct. Right? Yes. Okay. And Triss in the TV show, uh, she's not a priority character right yes, she's I more agree with side you. character they made her very secondary but uh -huh. maybe that was on purpose we'll see okay uh but so let me see guillaume is absolutely right the game basically gives you two main options in terms of romances but i have to say here a side note <laughs> that doesn't mean that Gerald has to only sleep with these two He's actually a bastard and he, you, and you have a lot of options in the game and you're going to find a lot of girls that you can end up getting laid with and, and so on. But it, truly for, for main romances, these would be the two options that you have. Actually, there's a third one. Mm -hmm. If you don't want to have anyone at all and oh. if you want to be this guy who is only, always free, okay, you know, uh, you can do that as well. But the thing is, the first thing uh, that I have to say is I think that the game sort of tells you that maybe 
Jennifer is the one to go. Okay. At least at the beginning. Yes. Because it's... That's what I think. Only about her, right? Oh, it is. And, and you feel like Geralt has almost like this obsession with her, right? Because mm-hmm. she's he's always mentioning about yes. how she smells. Uh-huh. And, and, and then you see her in the, the game. And she's berries, yeah. Exactly, uh-huh. yeah. So so they, they build all this magic and, and it really makes you believe that. Mm-hmm. But what happens is that you're going to eventually find her in the game and this is going to happen rather quickly i'm not going to spoil the game i'm not going to tell you what happens mm-hmm. but you're going to find her and you're going to have some interaction with her okay and this in this interaction i think you can already tell who is jennifer okay and you're going to see that she's not the most passionate person on earth <laughs> she's very objective okay and um uh, so i think that the first contact gives you an idea that in fact you do have an okay. option you okay. know and shortly after that your goal is going to be find trees because trees can help you okay finding siri mm-hmm. so that's when you're going to have your first contact with the second person who could be the love of your life okay and what can i say it's totally and 100 up to you <laughs> one of the things that i love about this game is that you can actually make choices like that that will influence the rest of the game so okay. the ending of the game and the way that gary is going to be at the very end it's completely up to you and your choices and they're all fun to watch because they have real consequences for the storyline mm-hmm. uh so the cool thing is that it's completely up to you and you can choose whoever you like and the game will give you, I think, enough time to spend with them to see who is your favorite. Okay, that's a good thing. Exactly, mm-hmm. which is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. But one thing that I have to say is what you say to them brings consequences. Oh. Exactly. Okay. So you cannot basically say I love you to one of them and then it starts to hit on the other one. Oh. Actually, you can. That's how you end up alone, right? Exactly. Okay. Most likely. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So they, of course they speak to one another, uh-huh. and eventually yeah, sure. they will find out. So I mean, I would say use the opportunity to just you know have fun. Okay. And and you're gonna see they're gonna go to parties together. They're gonna get drunk together. You're gonna learn a little bit more about their personalities when doing so. I don't have any recommendation because I actually did both. Okay. I finished the game once with Jennifer and once with Trees. Complete different outcomes in terms of storyline. Mm-hmm. Both really fun. Mm-hmm. So I would say play the game in yeah. the most immersive way possible and have fun. It's really awesome to have the option, yeah, in my opinion. Makes sense. One thing that I should mention, because like YouTube has everything on Earth. If you want to be spoiled, like I mean, you can go to YouTube. I can like we can link some like videos about like the different endings, just in case like of course you can watch those videos right. but like don't try to spoil yourself i think that this game is amazing you should play it fully mm-hmm. and try stuff right because yeah. you can either be a bastard for instance <laughs> or a good guy just try not to like stick with the tv show for instance just not try not to be the same Geralt as they depict in the tv show i think that you should be the girl you want to be mm-hmm. and that game is awesome for that right exactly mm-hmm. exactly it, it really gives you the, this freedom and it's probably one of the things that i like the most about this game mm-hmm. the universe is well very well built yes and uh it actually it's so much fun to be able to choose because you want to the universe is um how can i say complex enough it is to uh, make you feel in charge of what is going to, going to happen and and what you said is true even 
not only romance-wise, but in many other choices that you can make in the game. You can decide to kill or save people, you can decide to ignore people that are in harm or save them. They all have consequences, not always straightforward, not always what you expected. Really a lot of fun to explore all these things. Mm -hmm. And I think one thing that we we sort of mentioned, but maybe we didn't uh, go deep enough in this particular subject, is that for PlayStation 4, I'm not sure if they already sell the complete edition of the game. Oh, but they do have the complete edition for the Switch. Yes, that's right? the one I have. Exactly. Yep. And I would highly recommend that people buy the DLC content mm -hmm. because they give you hundreds of hours more in the game. So if it's your game, you should invest money yes. on this because a universe of possibilities and, and new side quests and main story and everything... And I have to mention, since we're talking about romances, is that when you start the DLCs, mm -hmm. they're going to explain that it's a different time. Okay. So you're not attached to them anymore. Mm. Not Even if you chose one of them already. Don't feel guilty in falling in love again, because I think they, they make you realize that this happened in the past. It is before mm. them. So you're going to see other possible romances okay. and other possible interactions. And don't be afraid of engaging, because... Even if you, you're like, okay, my Garrett's going to be 100% committed to Yennefer. <laughs> don't feel embarrassed because okay. it's supposed to give you really a new horizon. Okay. You know, okay. a, a fresh start. Uh-huh. Oh, it makes sense. Yeah. Well, one thing, I mean, we are a video game podcast about busy lives and everything, but yeah. we both have Netflix, oh, right? Yes. And we have to talk about the TV show. We have to. I agree. Yeah, let's... We are not Rotten Tomatoes, but <laughs> in my opinion, that TV show was awesome. I, I, I loved it. I mm -hmm. loved it. I finished it in like what less than a week. Yeah. And I have a baby, so it it shows like how much <laughs> I invested in that TV show. I should have played more, but no, <laughs> I, I I had to stick with the TV show mm -hmm. and finish it. And guess what? It was awesome. One complaint though, it was way too short. Oh, only eight episodes. Oh. I was like, I need more. Just give me more. What do you think, bro? Wow, well, uh, absolutely. So I think that the episodes are fairly long. Each episode is yes. about one hour or That's so. That's very true. Um, so th that was... So what I have to say is, for example, I wasn't the biggest fan of the actor that they cast for to be Geralt really? when he played Superman. Okay. I was like... So you didn't like Man of Steel? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't my favorite game, my favorite movie at all. Uh -huh. and, and But then I was like, well, I saw some pictures of him before the TV show came out. Okay. Pictures of him as the Witcher, as Geralt of Rivia. And I was like, that's pretty cool, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So let's see. And it was a awesome surprise because okay. I think he is amazing and he's doing a wonderful job. Mm -hmm. And I saw an interview with him and he's a huge fan of the game. Okay. He told during this interview, he's basically saying that he played the games for hundreds of hours. He's obsessed with the game. So he really understands who is the Geralt from the books because mm -hmm. he read them as well. Wow. And also the game, which is a huge, of huge importance in my opinion. Because mm -hmm. a lot of people are actually watching this TV show because they play the game and That's they love it. That's true. Right? Mm -hmm. So the, the TV show is excellent. So mm -hmm. if you have time like Guillaume to just do a marathon and watch all of the... <laughs> It's totally worth your you time. You can do it in a weekend, guys. <laughs> okay, but bro, like we are mentioning a TV show and we have to talk about Piglet. 
Oh, the piglet. The piglet. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Jennifer, do you think it was the good cast? Do you think, like, the actress is fine? Because, like, I was not picturing Jennifer uh-huh. that way. Because I was, I played before, seeing yeah. the TV show. Even though I did not play a lot. Yeah. I realized that Jennifer, <laughs> the way I was picturing her in the, t- like, in the, in, in the video game, when I saw the actress for the first time after the transformation, because as a piglet, yes, she was terrible. She was horrible. <laughs> like, she was so ugly, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but like the actress, I was kind of disappointed. Really? Yes. Okay, so let me see. I Because I read the books, uh-huh. I already knew that Yennefer was going through uh, this phase of transformation. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I think that the first part when she's playing the piglet and... and uh, <laughs> She's not supposed to be attractive at all. And I think uh, she's this not. Is, yeah, <laughs> she's definitely not. Not at the very beginning. And, uh-huh. and I think this is really a huge portion of her personality. She's someone who started from the very bottom. Okay. It's something that you need to understand from Yennefer. Oh, because, that's true. Because when you see Yennefer in the game, she's this extremely powerful, independent mm-hmm. sorceress, mm-hmm. right? And, and you go like, wow, this woman is amazing. Mm-hmm. And no wonder why Geralt is so obsessed with her mm-hmm. right yeah because that that's the truth he is and mm-hmm. and then when you start the tv show you go like who is this right mm-hmm. uh, is this really yennefer and, and i think after her transformation i actually saw mm-hmm. the yennefer that i was expecting especially from the books mm-hmm. and honestly i think it it was a good cast okay i i okay. I, I don't have big complaints um but of course i have a lot of expectation. I think the first season was really to introduce them. Okay. And they did a good job in doing that. Oh, sure. But I have to say that the, the person who... The, the character that is really fascinating me now is Geralt. I think oh, that the casting couldn't awesome. be better. Oh, and sure. uh, the bard, then the lion, oh. is actually awesome uh-huh. as well. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And the song became a huge hit. Mm-hmm. Right? In the TV show. So I, I mean, I'm extremely excited about the TV show and I'm looking forward to the next season for sure. Okay. Now that we are talking about the Bard and that we are like closing the episode soon, right? Mm. We got a special request. Oh God, from yes, we did. a friend of the show, <laughs> Zebel. Yeah, I guess that's his nickname, Zebel. That's, that's his nickname. <laughs> so like you can always ask questions. You know our like email address, contact at gamebros.fm if you have any questions or requests. Uh, we'll try to do our best to answer all your questions or to do like to try to answer your request. <laughs> Zebel or Sebapsti. Uh, asked us to try to sing oh god the theme song or at least the song that the bard is singing oh my god i can't believe this it's already happening our friends are trying to shame us and i'm pretty sure it's gonna be the title of the episode because if we have to sing why not put it in the title agreed so toss a coin to your witcher by game bros oh god (laughs) one two three toss Toss a a coin to your witcher Oh, valley of plenty. Oh, valley of plenty. (laughs) Is it fine, Sibyl, if we stop here? (laughs) I hope you're happy with this. I never thought I would be singing in front of a microphone. So thanks for that. (laughs) You can always request songs from the Game Bros. We can do it. Bro, the big question is, what's next? Oh my God, what is next? So... Oh, that's so exciting. I mean, I'm in love with this whole concept and I hope you are bringing the games that you want to hear about. Mm -hmm. And uh, for the next episode, we 
wanted to explore a universe that I think pretty much every single gamer can relate to. Oh. Which is Pokemon. Oh my god. Oh my god. And now I'm super excited. Exactly. Guillaume is a huge, huge fan of mm -hmm. Pokemon. And I'm not going to I'm not just talking about the Pokemon, the new games for Pokemon. Oh. I'm talking about all of them. This mm -hmm. guy is a encyclopedia oh. for 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 this universe so i, I think you're gonna guides and like that's what i love and just a quick spoiler yeah. i'm even playing with my wife so oh, when baby wow. is asleep and i think we'll mention that in the next episode but yeah it's amazing we both love that game with my wife and i mean i i, I love pokemon oh my god that's awesome so Stick with us, Game Bros is here. I mean, if you have any questions, if you have any requests, please don't ask us to sing again. <laughs> oh, but please you... <laughs> do! That was a lot of fun. So yeah, please uh, um, communicate, write to us. We'll be happy to, to read and, and, and see what you, what's your thinking, your feedback. But yes, Pokemon is coming next. And thank you so much for your attention. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. See you next time.